0: everyone and welcome to the Traceability Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Edwards. And today our guest is Durga Prasad. Durga is a certified business analysis professional and scrum master. He's an active contributor to the BA community in Ontario, Canada. And he gives back by providing training to aspiring BAs and by helping to provide tools and tips for Using the Babok Guide more effectively, and for taking the IIBA certification exams. Welcome, Durga.
1: Thank you, Tracy. Thank you for having me here today.
0: Oh, uh, we're really excited to have you. Um, you know, I've I've been impressed as we've been uh, interacting on LinkedIn. Your uh, your devotion to the BA community and willingness to to put yourself out there. So, really glad to have you here today.
1: Thank you very much uh, for the kind words.
0: Uh, I want to kind of go back to the beginning. I know that you did not uh, start out uh, sort of on the BA career path. So maybe uh, how did you start out and how did you find uh, a BA career from that?
1: Uh, Actually, uh, I was graduated uh, to become an investment banker in 2008 because of the recession. I couldn't find any uh, investment banking uh, related jobs. So I was actually um, evaluating different professions and I did not get any good opportunity then. So I went back home, to India. I did my master's in UK, by the way. So uh, it's a good uh, college. It's a good university, University of Glasgow. So I went back home. So my father, um, we have a family, traditional family business. Uh, we are into textiles. So I got this opportunity as a BA with uh, a business analyst, less process analyst, uh, in one of the textile manufacturing uh, company, they were dig- digitalizing their business. So I got an opportunity there in uh, 2011. So I took it up. I had no clue what business analysis phase, uh, was then. So <clears throat> I did not have any clue about it. So I just started uh, capturing processes, observing observing the processes and uh, different stuff. And I worked there for three years almost and it was like proper traditional work, proper traditional business analysis work. I learned a lot there. Then I moved on to uh, multinational companies later and I worked there another three years in multinational companies in India. Then I moved to uh, uh, Toronto, Canada three years ago for a better opportunity and uh, now I am handling... um, business transformation projects as a business consultant um, slash project manager slash product product manager you name it <laughs> there's so many names to the now so i'm multitasking. Uh, um over the weekends i i i'm a trainer business analysis trainer i conduct trainings virtually and I'm, I'm classroom sessions uh, i have a company called mentor next door so uh I, I, it's not fully um, functioning now. So I'm just trying to um, just uh, stabilize that because it's a side hustle. So not much focus. I'm only focusing on training now. So that's it. Uh, uh, I'm here uh, with you, Tracy, today. That's my journey.
0: <laughs> and that that's quite a journey. And um, we've talked before about, you know, sometimes you're in a situation in life where you either need to choose to pivot or you're pivoted against your will. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, I, I find it really interesting that, that you sort of recognize the reality of, of the economy and the things that were going on back there in, um, the 2008 10 kind of time frame, and that you were able to find business analysis because of that and have ended up, um, finding a love for career as, as you've, um, sort of embraced it and and dived into it. And what was it about the career that attracted you once you were in it? What kind of grabbed you and made you feel passionate about business analysis?
1: Yes. Um, as I told you, I had no clue at all about the business analysis then. So once I started working on processes, I actually started um, loving that um, activities of Serving the processes and uh, capturing the assays and uh, designing the to be process. And I'm into, I I was like completely into processes now. So that element actually attracted me to be in the profession. And uh, after three years of work experience there in that um, environment, I wanted to like. Spread my wings, so I just wanted to uh, learn more about that and understand how a proper software development, how proper software development uh, takes place. So I just wanted to learn more. So I moved on to a, a multinational company. There, the people, the team, the such a wonderful people that they are very particular about uh, the best practices in business analysis and the project management. So uh, I'm very fortunate that I was part of that team. So I learned a lot from them, and there I actually uh, was. I was introduced to IIBA and Babock. Then I started reading Babock, understood the best practices, and I started mastering them. Like I started using those terms and the practices, and the uh, like. When, and I started practicing those uh, concepts in the real time.
0: I think process analysis is a really good way. To experience the profession. For those of us who enjoy thinking in terms of efficiency and how to do things a little bit better, process uh, analysis is a great way to, to sort of jump in. And so, just a, a plug there for process analysis as an entry to the profession. And then I, I think it's great that, that from there, you sort of, it was a springboard to finding the BA the IIBA and the BABOK, and then really sort of digging into the differences in in true business analysis. So tell me about your experience with the BABOK because I know when I first started with it, something that was a little challenging for me was, uh, I kept trying to think of it uh, in a linear progression, which it's not. And how were you able to sort of break that down uh, actually,
1: when I first um, um, read Bagok I was like, "What is this? Why is this book so dry?" <laughs> and uh, some <sorry>, <laughs> <laughs> It was very dry, and uh, I did not understand much. So I gave it a read. Like I read like more than six times. Then I started uh, thinking in terms of uh, connecting those chapters to my project. So. It was I created a sequence, and it worked out well. I connected. I jumbled all the chapters—not uh, chapter one, chapter two. I went by like jumbling those chapters. Elicitation comes first. Uh, BAPM comes next. You know, I just tried to jumble and read the to make make just like how you uh, go in a project, just like phases. So I started um, reading that. Uh, in that kind of sequence, and it ha- really helped me understand Babok. And yeah, so I even now I uh, teach that to my um, camp, the aspirants uh, who ever attend my training. So that sequence to uh, tackle Babok.
0: I love that thinking of it from a sequence diagram perspective, sort of putting it all together in terms of um, the sequences of your projects, and also love the idea that. You know, there's, there's some of us that kind of are we're either in large corporations that have a lot of business analysts or we're in corporations that don't know what business analysis is quite yet. You were very fortunate to be in a place that wanted to pursue best practices and gave you the, the room to figure out what those best practices were. So maybe talk about was there anything you had to do within the organization? to sort of sell them on what you were trying to do with understanding best practices or or were they kind of already there?
1: Uh, They were already there because um, they had a pool of uh, business analysts who were already uh, CWAP uh, certified. So they're like already uh, certified IABA professionals. So there was nothing. It's not lot of learning <laughs> i did not uh, contribute anything there but just like a lot of learning because that's the more than like 20 uh, 15 years experienced uh, business analysts there so they're like massive information so a lot of knowledge there so i couldn't uh, contribute back other than practicing those
0: are there are there any mentors that you had along the way that helped you in that situation
1: yes a uh, mentor yes i like, I have so many mentors now. <laughs> Initially, uh, my project manager was my mentor he, because he graduated from uh, business analyst to a project manager. So he he was my mentor. And even now, I'm in touch with him. So he's my mentor for my business analysis. So I'm not in touch with him because um, he got busy. So because of the time difference, he got busy and uh, I lost I lost touch. These mentors, I, I have... Um, Mentors for every concept. I have mentor for yoga. I have mentor for my business analysis. <laughs> <laughs> a mentor for my life. No, the events.
0: Well, I, I love that. I think I think that speaks to the need that that we all have. That um, you know, being independent is a good thing, but we also need to recognize that there are times we need to ask for for guidance. And it sounds like you were able to to find that uh, at, at that uh, organization. And, and that led you really to sort of identify being a mentor in your own right to, to other people. So um, you've moved to Toronto and uh, you're in this organization. How is it that you sort of came upon the desire to really train and, and mentor other people
1: okay when uh when i was um uh, preparing for cbap uh, i did not have um, much exposure uh to the people who uh, actually completed uh, cbap then because there was the the number was limited it was like less than four thousand when i got uh, the cbap so it was hard to find people though i had people in my organization you know uh, the willingness should be there I felt little because I, I went through a hard way. So I, I don't want others to go through that way. So I just wanted to make it easy. I found a useful resource online, uh, some PDF file that has all the inputs and outputs of uh, Babock, each, each and every task. And that was very helpful. I don't know who is the author who created that. Uh, thank, 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 thank. I'm very thankful to that guy. Right after the version change, I was the first person to create that, <laughs> so immediately I I created an input output diagram for B three, published it, just to help people. So that particular um, uh, document got thousand downloads within some uh, some months, like six or seven months. That's, thousand that's downloads. That's amazing.
0: That's amazing. And I amazing.
1: thought, okay, there is so there is lot of demand for uh, this kind of mentorship. I thought, why not I. Uh, start contributing. So I started working on each and every chapter, created the the training material, started publishing it for free.
0: You know, I think there's really so much going on there, finding a hidden need, but you're also one who has this nature where you want to sort of break things down for yourself and understand things better. And you're also willing to sort of put yourself out there and your willingness to do some of that work in your head and then share it. I I think you landed on a hidden need and that has turned out to be a really positive thing. You know, so many of us, sometimes we feel like we're not having the impact that we want to have in our organizations and that kind of thing. We also maybe aren't putting ourselves out there in a way that, um, would allow us to have that impact and and so it sounds like you were able to kind of put those two things together that desire to have impact and that willingness to put yourself out there which as you and I both know can be a bit of a scary thing you don't know if people are going to appreciate it the the same way but it it sounds like they did and did it just sort of grow organically from there
1: yes it it grew on organically um Right after uh, that, that uh, download, I started uploading a lot of stuff online without my notice. IABA Toronto chapter used my um, slide for their uh, study groups and they thanked me on LinkedIn saying that, Durga Prasad, we used your slide today. Thank you very much for this upload. that's a great honor. So I was like, "Wow, (laughs) I'm making some impact at least." Okay, then I started. That motivated me to post uh, work more on the content. So I started working on it, and uh, even now and then, some of the organizations they they download my slides from um, SlideShare and they use that. They they send me a thank note.
0: Uh, Thank you for calling out SlideShare as a resource. I think that uh, often SlideShare is a bit of a forgotten. Yeah, (laughs) Um, resource for for when we're um, starting to sort of put put ourselves out there. Plug for Slideshare because I have done a lot of uh, individual study using Slideshare things that other folks have have put together over the years. It, It sort of leads me to just sort of your feelings around that we all need to be responsible for our own um, BA education and not really relying on our organizations to help us with that. So what has that really been like for you? Uh,
1: here, uh, after coming to Canada, um, the organizations, I you know it's my, my, it's not my opinion. It's my experience. Maybe someone may have a different experience in my organization. They only look at uh, what you deliver. They don't, they're not, uh, Worry about uh, what skills set you need, or uh, what kind of training you may require. It's, it's our duty to attain the, those skills. To say, all of a sudden, uh, on the, uh, like they'll come tomorrow. They may come with a cyber security project. Say, can you please uh, handle this? You should be ready. You cannot simply say no. I don't know. I have to. I need some time. No, it's it, at the end of the day, it matters. Revenue matters. So. If you are not delivering, somebody else will deliver. So, just to be uh, ready uh, in that ball game, you need to be. You, know, you should start uh, focusing on uh, your your own self study. You should not rely on some. Uh, you should not rely on your own organization or wait for them to tell you to learn something. That's it's my opinion. <laughs> not, uh, should not.
0: No, I I very much agree, and I I think as you talk with other consultants in the community, a lot of the things that they have been able to accomplish is because they pursued it for themselves kind of thing. So, and you make a really great point that um, if you're not prepared, someone else will be for the opportunity. Plug there for being being a champion of ourselves in making sure that, that we're prepared for any opportunities that that, that might um, potentially be available. We never know when those are going to be. So you speak of cybersecurity. So is that one of the next things on your self, self-training agenda?
1: <laughs> yes, Tracy. Uh, I'm actually working on some, uh, improving my uh, knowledge on cybersecurity concept and also uh, uh, robotic process automation. I got an opportunity like Three years, not three years, six years back to work on a robot of process automation, uh, a proof of concept, long back in 2015. So we were trying out some, um, uh, automating some processes long back in 2015. We were the early adopters then. The company was the early adopter then. So I had an opportunity to work on uh, some uh, pilot projects then. So I left it and uh, uh, look back into the RPA. So now um, I came across some article that RPA plus artificial intelligence is going to make a big huge, it's going to make a huge difference in the total uh, business transformation projects and uh, the businesses. So I thought, okay, why don't I get back to that RPA, master that concept and uh, also uh, venture into artificial intelligence? Simultaneously on cybersecurity, so these two are in my agenda now to improve uh, the knowledge. Just to, just I, I'm not going to deep dive into it, just to understand so that if someone asks that some other day, like any other day, someone asks me like, what is this uh, concept about, or did they ask me anything about the subject, so I should be in a position to tell them or just explain at least a bit. So I just want to make sure I'm uh, game ready.
0: Well, you know, cybersecurity is such a Important topic these days. I I believe it was in this last week that IIBA released a statistic that there is attempt at a cyber attack every few seconds. Definitely very important there. Um, And um, plug for the IIBA, I believe they've got a cybersecurity certificate. Certificate, yes. Definitely. uh, If uh, any of you have an interest in that topic, It's going to be important, and uh, Durga, it's good that you're sort of on the forefront there.
1: They released a study guide for uh, cybersecurity now. I got a link from IABA like a week back. So it's a kind of curriculum they made, so they just asked uh, people to review it. So it's a good one to take up uh, because uh, there's a huge demand for business analysts in the cybersecurity space.
0: Absolutely. So thinking kind of where you want your career to your career path to go from here, you're a sort of a BA consultant slash PM at at the moment. Uh, Do you foresee going more towards project management?
1: Yes. uh, uh, Currently, uh, I am um, handling a business transformation project as a project manager and also working on a product development as a product manager. Uh, It's a different project, so product product management, product development is completely a a new uh, ball game. So I'm trying to again work on it, learning, getting hands on. What I'm uh, planning for my future is I want to become a full time trainer uh, in future. Once I finish this uh, project management stuff, once I master this concept, I'm going to uh, uh, to plan. uh, I'm planning to become a full time trainer, business analysis trainer because there are so many um, uh, practitioners who are looking for this guidance.
0: Yeah, that's a wonderful, um, wonderful vision. So tell me about your plans for the mentor next door.
1: Uh, Yes, mentor next door. I actually came up with this concept that, you know, I'm just, uh, if you want to talk to your mentor, you know, normally uh, what I get is I get uh, people asking you for the time, can you devote, your, can, can can I get your time for 15 minutes or 20 minutes? And they get permissions. So uh, my concept is I want to develop a website where it is just like another thing. Kind of, oh, I'm telling you my, tra- my trade. <laughs> 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 it's still, it's, I'm still in the product development stage. So uh, I just want to give them a service, so just like knock, knock and talk. It's like knock, knock
0: oh that's great that's great so so the idea would be that they would reach out and get uh, a certain length of time of coaching from you from me that's terrific and
1: i'm actually trying to um uh, engage uh, or trying to collaborate with the great mentors in the business analysis world so i'm just trying to reach out to people so i just want to uh, i'm still stabilizing this uh, concept so once it is stabilized so i'll reach out to the great people and I want
0: to reach out to you as well. <laughs> yeah, ab- absolutely. And we will pu- make sure that that gets mentioned in our show notes and so, the, so that people can go there. So you and I were talking briefly yesterday and brought up the topic of meditation. And so tell me a little bit about your meditation practice and how that has helped you in your career journey.
1: One of my friends uh, told me about uh, this meditation practice. and uh, 21 minutes uh, practice, and you can after 21 minutes you can continue meditating. Like it's up to you, like how long you can sit, concentrate. So I actually uh, do like about 45 minutes to one hour. I prefer doing that um, early hours, like 4 a.m. That is when you have absolute pin of silence, and uh, you you you'll, you'll be like fresh with a lot of energy. So that helped me uh, uh, perform at work. Like I should say, four x almost four times, my memory uh, actually increased. <laughs> like I can still remember what kind of uh, uh, diagram <laughs> we drew in that particular meeting, and what who were the stakeholders sitting in sitting in the meeting. You know, <laughs> uh, my memory <laughs> skyrocketed. I should say. Uh, I've been practicing that uh, for four months now. Um, it helped me a lot, basically, uh, focus on uh, my tasks. And I'm very much active the whole day. I should say I'm completely a different person uh, now <laughs> than uh, <laughs> in 2019. And especially the stress at work, you know, the, you get a lot of... Uh, you know, got to do multitasking there. This meditation uh, will help you focus and uh, gives you that uh, energy and ability to handle and jugglery.
0: (laughs) I can certainly appreciate that work these days can be very stressful and challenging. We're all being asked to kind of do more with less and um, move from project to project and change priority from moment to moment and, And especially as a person in a hybrid role myself, sometimes uh, it can be a bit difficult to switch mindsets from moment to moment. And so I personally do a daily devotional um, half hour to an hour early morning every day. And that definitely helps me set my day uh, off right as well.
1: That's great. That's great, Stacey.
0: Good to know. So I I definitely appreciate uh, where you're coming from there with the med- meditation and would just encourage folks who are listening to have some sort of daily practice where you can decompress and clear your minds and, and be ready for the challenges that are going to be coming upon us uh, along with the opportunities as, as well. So Durga, tell me uh, what's Coming up next for you, I, I know we've got the mentor next door, and we've got the cybersecurity and those other interests. Long term, long term vision, maybe and.
1: So long term vision is like I want to stabilize this uh, mentor next door. I want to become a full time trainer and um, want to make sure that I help uh, as many uh, candidates or as many aspirants um, can. So I just want to make it big. Uh, that was that, that is my long term goal. The short term goal is to finish my transformation project and uh, <laughs> come out of that and look for a new opportunity or like not opportunity, look for a new right. project.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. You know, to to I I think that's important to have sort of like our our one year plan and our five year plan and our ten year plan and and that kind of thing. So uh, kudos to you. How can folks find you?
1: Um, uh, they can reach out to me uh, on my LinkedIn. Um, they can uh, I'm just a text away or a message away from uh, them. They can uh, contact me on my LinkedIn. Uh, I'll give you my LinkedIn uh, profile link. You can okay. uh, put that on the in this. Um,
0: yeah, we'll uh, make sure those, yeah. those get added to the show notes. Yeah.
1: So I'm I'm very active. So uh, maybe uh, it may take a, a few hours. To respond, but I'm very active on my LinkedIn. I spend almost, an, if I aggregate the time, I spend almost an hour responding to the messages I get on LinkedIn. So there's so many people who reach out to me about uh, the CPAP uh, questions and uh, business analysis questions. So I keep responding to them every day
0: that's awesome. And uh, I can attest to your activity on LinkedIn and and your positivity and, and your willingness to, to help folks. So really appreciate uh, you being here with us uh, both yesterday and today as, <laughs> as we've been trying to make this happen. So um, for those uh, listening, if you liked what you've heard today, or if something in particular resonated with you, Leave us a comment at traceabilitypodcast.com or send me an email at tracy, that's T R A C I E, at traceabilitypodcast.com. And again, look for uh, Durga on the Mentor Next Door on, or on LinkedIn. Thanks for being with us today.
1: Thank you very much, Tracy.